Hey, this is Matt from the One Word Go Show at OneWordGoShow.com. And you're listening to Little Geek Lost, coming up next on your iPod or other listening device for podcasts where you can put the noise in your ears and listen. <clears throat> Enjoy the show. with another episode of little geek lost and today's topic is one of my favorite things that i've actually been dying to talk about and that's 90s music and i've got another one of the loud obnoxious crew back we've got Corey. yes Corey, that's me <laughs> yeah so you said you're excited that you've been wanting to talk about 90s music for a while is i that love okay. 90s music 90s music is like my fave kind so, of music. so how old are what year were you born last 81 Saturday? 81 okay so i got four years. i was born in 77 so yeah. But Pretty much. it's about the same, right? Because like, yeah, yeah, the 90s sure. were my high school. So, Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, definitely 90s. Anybody my age, right around in there, you know, within five years or so, mm-hmm. grew up in the 90s. And that, I would say the 90s is their, their, the best times of their life or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> If they lived in the 90s. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm saying if they were that age, if they yeah. grew up in the 90s, that was their, their jam. If they were like 14, 15, 16, 17 in the 90s. They're a 90s kid, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. And, like, I think that, uh, like, that's where a lot of, like, your musical taste and all that comes from is, like, in oh. high school where you're trying to figure out what you like, so. Of course, and I'm having a, a, a time right now trying to figure out, like, if music on the radio right now is really that bad or if I'm just old because I really <laughs> truly believe that is bad because I like, obviously, like, 90s music. I like, I, I actually really like 80s music, no matter what people say. I love 70s music. 70s music is probably my favorite, some of the stuff that came out of there, and 60s yeah. music. So, I mean, I like, all the, I like all those other decades of music. The music nowadays is just, it's just piss poor. It's just yeah. really bad. It's very, music. like, mainstream poppy. Yeah, and it, well, it's really, really poppy. I mean, it's just a lot of, I mean, nobody's really writing their own stuff. I mean, people say Taylor Swift, Rachel. So, well, <laughs> if you're writing your own lyrics, wow, because those lyrics, if somebody... Those are really bad lyrics. I'm sorry. She writes her stuff from her breakups. <laughs> I know. My wife was telling me the other day that she broke up again. I was like, well, mm-hmm. good for her because now she can make another $20 exactly. million. Dollars I'm like, <laughs> who cares? I'd be wanting to break up with people all the time too. That's where the money comes from. <laughs> exactly. So I don't know. She was dating. I don't know who she was dating. Some some dude. Somebody famous, right? <laughs> of course. And now she's going to have a new album from it. Yeah, well, I, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. That's weird. But yeah, I think I think music nowadays is just... It's just run of the mill, just like just spitting it out. Yeah. But I'm sure probably people saying that about the '90s music when it was coming out, because I know that at the time I was actually saying that about the '90s music on the radio. There was a lot of music, like for example, like uh, Matchbox Twenty, yeah. Marcy's Playground, like Sex and Candy, all that stuff. I mean, I remember watching with um, producer Dave. We we used to live together back in like '97, '98, right around in there, and that's around the time. And that's not around the time. That is the wrong, That is the time when Matchbox Twenty came out. And we were watching that video going, this is so stupid. Like the guitar player's <laughs> kicking the wall and he's like, I yeah. won't push you around or whatever he says. <laughs> I go, I literally remember saying to producer Dave, this is a one hit wonder. <laughs> Boy, there was, was a lot I, in the 90s. There was, I was wrong about that. They had a lot of hits. There was a lot of good like one hit wonders though from the 90s. Oh man, yeah. There's a ton of one hit wonders in the 90s. Um, 
was a dishwalla. Yep. Counting uh, blue cars. <laughs> cars. I, like I said, uh, uh, Sex and Candy by um, Marcy's Playground. I mean, yeah. there were some songs like that. I mean, and I guess it's probably like a typical thing for every decade. But, you know, for us, those songs just stick out because you would hear them. You know, you're 18, 19 years old and you're hearing them over and over. Yeah. And over. You know, because for all these kids nowadays, we had to listen to the radio. You know, we had CDs and stuff. <laughs> it wasn't no like MP3 player or whatever. No. They just, and you can hear what you wanted to hear. You either listen to your CD or you listen to the radio, which we still listen to the radio back then, which I, the only radio I listen to now is talk radio. Do you listen to the radio anymore? I don't, I listen to like in my car if like, cause I don't have a CD player in my car. I have an SD slot in my car. So if that's like, if I'm getting bored with the music on that, I may put it on the radio, but very rarely. And the funny thing is I don't like talk radio, but I like podcasts. <laughs> Like I won't listen. Oh, it's you don't probably want to talk just radio? our local. It's probably uh, our local stations are just like really shitty. So well, to be fair, talk radio is usually political, so maybe you don't yeah. like political talk. So well, podcasts. The only one here that's like talk radio is the university station. So it's just a lot of like weird university stuff. So what if they're not talking politics? What are they talking about? Um. Well, I guess like it's kind of like political issues because it's like a lot of like gender like issues or like world events and crap. What bathroom can we use? Yeah. Type of thing. Yeah, I gotcha. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, radio, I mean, I really, as far as like listening to the music radio, I mean, that for me has been, I, mean, I would say probably since the 90s, it's been going downhill for sure. Yeah. Because, you know, even back then when I listened to the radio, I was like, I hate this stuff. All these, <laughs> all these songs on the radio. So, you know. Because they never played what you wanted to hear. Well, and plus, it was always like literally the same five songs yep. throughout the hour, and you're like, "All right, I I heard that song again," you know. So, I think that like I know you're asking about like albums, and I think for me, my album from the '90s is definitely Weezer's Pinkerton. I listen yeah, to that to and from school, like walking to high school, like every single day <laughs> on my discman. <laughs> yeah, like, that was '96. '96. Yeah. Um, I was a f- I guess freshman, or depending on what part of 96 it came out. I mean, I was in college, so I was a freshman or a uh, sophomore in college. And um, I totally remember, like, just... I lived, like... uh, Me and my best friend lived, like, 45 minutes from school, so we would drive, you know, from Franklin, Tennessee, to Murfreesboro, Tennessee, which is, like, a straight shot, but, like, 45 minutes or so, because it's, like, a long, windy road. And I remember, like, just jamming out to Pinkerton when that came out, like, Pink Triangle and... All that stuff, man. That's a great album. So I put on a loud obnoxious Twitter account today, loud underscore obnoxious underscore. I put out, hey, what's the best 90s albums out there? And, you know, a lot of people meant or a few people mentioned Weezer. And some said, you know, people call it the blue album. I mean, that's what it's come to be yeah. called. About. I mean, it's the self-titled first album, whatever. So uh, whatever. But um, and then there's Pinkerton. So what one do you think is better? I think Pinkerton's better. I can listen to every single song on Pinkerton. Like I can say I like every song on it. And it's probably the only album to this day where I've liked every single song on a whole album. The The Blue Album was good, but I mean, there's like, what, two or three songs on it that are decent? Oh, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> I love that. I love that album. That's, that would, I would probably say that came out in 94, I think. Yeah. Does that sound about right? Something like that, a couple years before Pink. I, I always want to say 93, but I think it was 94. I was a, I was a junior, so I started junior year in 93, so, but I think it was 94 when that album came out. And um, I think that was the first album, 
and this I can think of right now that like obviously I had albums before that, but I think that really was like this album is great. Like just listen to it over and over and over and over again. And it you know that you still listen to now. I mean there was other albums back then, but you yeah. know like music, you know some albums for you, you know they come and go, but some albums stick around and that's just one of the albums that, you know, stuck around. I think that's what Pinkerton is for me. Pinkerton, yeah. yeah. No, Pinkerton's a great album. It really is. It's I mean it's a you could say either way, like my friend on Facebook the other day I shouldn't say my friend on Facebook, he's my friend in real life too, but he <laughs> posted on Facebook the other day the top ten Weezer albums, which I didn't even know they had ten albums because I stopped after like Pinkerton out yeah, I, I didn't know sleep. they had ten. <laughs> yeah. So they have uh, producer Dave's telling me eleven. Well, they have eleven. I know they got a red album, a green album, uh, a, a white album. Yeah, oh, the fa- new one. Oh, it just came out. Okay, so, but yeah, I mean, I, I lost my train of thought. But you could you could argue either way that. Oh yeah, he posted he posted those top ten albums, and I was like, okay, I don't care what. Um, three through ten are, but one and two have to be blue. <laughs> album or pinkerton and i don't care what order as long as there are one and two it doesn't not matter because if they would have put like i don't know whatever the green album whatever at two i've been like this this list you might just throw this list out well the funny thing is too their new album actually sounds a lot like old weezer because there was a period with like island in the sun and like that stuff where it kind of sounded a bit different but the new one sounds like old 90s weezer yeah so uh some of these other i'm looking at some uh one hit wonders of the 90s (laughs) i got up, up 97 uh, we can't fit, forget the Verve pipe. Remember they, they had a song. The Freshman was probably yeah. like one of my top ten songs for the nineties. Oh my god, I hated that. <laughs> I love that um, song. So but see, I was a girl in the nineties. <laughs> well, yeah, well, there you go. So you like no doubt, I'm sure, and Atlantis Morissette, which I've yep, I just yep. found out today that uh, D Brew, uh, who hosts who co-hosts uh, Loud and Obnoxious with me, is a huge Atlantis Morissette fan. Oh wow! From the the post I was talking about earlier that I put on um, Loud and Obnoxious on Twitter, somebody, uh, a female had posted she loves Atlantis Morissette. And I was like, I was like, that's one of the best albums of the 90s. And he came back and was like, oh, it's great. It's, it's awesome. So I was like, what did you have, like teen girl angst or something? <laughs> going on? I, was like, I was like, why would you? I mean, if you want to talk about like poppy, it's not pop, pop like real poppy that's not what I'm trying to say. It's if you want to talk about we're talking about Taylor Swift, like writing her own lyrics. Yeah. She wrote her own lyrics. There are some horrible ly- lyrics, man. Like yep. in my pocket. Oh, I remember yeah. reading an article one time or I saw an interview with her or something back then, and she said she wrote that song in like ten minutes. And I was like, no shit. <laughs> what about the ironic one? That's like not even oh, irony. Yeah, it. <laughs> and, and maybe maybe that was the one. She wrote one of her songs, one of her yeah. hits. And it doesn't matter because either of them can. Any of her ones could have been written in 10 minutes because that's how bad the lyrics were. Yeah. They but, were very good. I mean, hey, I can't. I got to give it up to her, though, because Taylor Hawkins, the drummer for the Foo Fighters, started in Atlantis Morissette. If you watch um, You Ought to Know and you look yeah. at the drum, that's Taylor Hawkins in that video. Oh, I know. And uh, <laughs> she's, she's Canadian, isn't she? Yeah, she's, she's from Canadian. Vancouver. Uh, wow. There and you go. she used to bang Ryan Reynolds. Wow. What was he thinking? Is he Canadian, <laughs> too, I guess? I don't know. <laughs> Is, you don't know if he's Canadian? No, no, he's Canadian. Okay. So, okay, so here's some more. Okay, the verb. I think the verb is not the verb pipe, like I mentioned, but. Bittersweet Symphony. Yeah. Yes, they are fantastic. It, it's funny because some of these bands, like, and I'm just talking like over time, that not just the 90s, but they say that they're 
one-hit wonders aren't truly one-hit wonders. Like the Verve are not truly one-hit wonders. The yeah. Verve in, in in England especially are huge. I saw them live. They they re they reunited back, I think in two thousand and seven, and went on a tour. I actually got to see them on that tour in in England. Oh wow! And it, they're one of my f- wife's favorite bands. I, I man, it was amazing. It was really 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 good. D Bruce always talking about what makes you cry because nothing. I don't cry anything. <laughs> I almost cried because it was so. It was that damn good, man. <laughs> uh, Marcy Playground, like I mentioned, yep. Semi Sonic. We do not want to forget Semi Sonic. Semi Charm Life. Yes. No, that's Third Eye Blind. Or no. See all those bands: Third Eye Blind, Semi Sonic, yeah, and all the same. Three Doors Down, all the same yeah. band. <laughs> all the same band to me. Harvey Danger. Um, they had that, that song. That yes. was a good song. Was it? That was in that. Um, the faculty. Or the one that's the same as the faculty. Yeah. Um, all those movies. Disturbing with, Behavior. Yeah, Disturbing Behavior. All those movies back then with uh, Kelly Holmes coming Katie out. Katie Holmes. Right? Katie, Katie Holmes. Were, yeah, that, that was actually the year. 1998 was uh, the year my wife and I started dating. And then from like 98 to 99, we saw like literally every single movie that was out. So we saw like Shakespeare in Love. Um, like you said, Disturbing Behavior. Yeah. The other one, Faculty. We saw yeah. like all these movies that came out like ninety eight, ninety nine. So I always think of that. New Radicals, Lou Bega. Oh, the Sean, horrible oh, Mambo song. Sean Mullins. Weren't we talking about him recently? Yep. Sean Mullins. Yes. That lullaby. That, yeah, yeah, lullaby. Yeah, I could. Oh, See, but nineties also had like I went through a huge Britpop phase because I love everything UK and like a lot of there was actually like a ton of Britpop in the nineties. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's like I said, you know, my wife's English and she loves like that's her favorite. I mean, she's British, obviously. So she loves all that stuff. So who are your some of your favorite bands? From uh, Blur, mm-hmm. Prodigy, yeah. Menswear, which is like pretty oh. rare to get over here. I know Ooh. I had to get that CD on import as one of those like $40 CDs. Really? No, never even heard of them. Um, pulp. Pulp was yeah, another pulp. good she one. Was, she's a big Pulp fan. But I think Blur was probably like my most favorite. In excess, which is a little bit before that, but Oasis, but not so much. She loves Oasis. We we saw Oasis at the Ryman here in Nashville, um, probably like ten years ago or something. Before I guess all the, uh, I wasn't say before the infighting started <laughs> going on, but it, it was really kind good. of fighting. It was really good, and they were really funny. I mean, yeah, it was it, they were pretty funny. So I remember, like, I never really had a lot of like heavy music as a teenager, and I remember like getting mad at my parents and slamming my door and going to blast music, and it was like Oasis. So it's like Wonderwall, just really loud. Um, <laughs> Not same effect. <laughs> supernova in yep. the sky. <laughs> I'm so pissed off right now. <laughs> but I also went through my goth phase with The Cure. Oh, see, I never did a goth phase. Yeah, I was goth for a couple I, I don't years. Like, I, I never liked The Cure. I never liked... Um, Joy Division. Like a few people today on the on little question of the day, 90s thing today, they put... Nine Inch Nails. I've never liked Nine Inch Nails. I tried to like Nine Inch Nails. I just couldn't do it. All my friends liked them. I just don't like them. I just don't like that industrial type of music, man. I found some really good industrial music, but that's not 90s music. <laughs> In- well, German uh, industrial music. <laughs> oh, God, I would totally hate that. <laughs> that is not good. Chumba Wumba. We cannot forget the great Chumba Wumba. <laughs> Sean Colvin. These are some great stuff here. Garbage was another huge one. Not a one-hit wonder, but still a no, great they, band. Yeah, 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 they were not a, definitely not a one-hit wonder. They I love garbage. Yeah, I never 
I, don't, I mean, I don't hate the band, but I never, I don't see the appeal to them. I'm pretty sure that Shirley Manson was the reason I dyed my hair red for the first time. Yeah, you probably did. Yeah, so I found <laughs> out last week that um, on the on, on, on when we were recording that uh, I guess all the guys except for me think Shirley Manson is like totally hot. <laughs> I was like, I mean, she's all right, dude. So I mean, calm down, dude. <laughs> like, I mean, that's not totally. the first time. I've, it's not. That's not the first time I've heard that. All right, so let's just let's get more into it. So, what are some of your favorite albums? You, you mentioned Pinkerton. What what else? See, like I think albums are harder for me because I don't like that's the only one I've actually liked a whole album of. It was more like songs and bands and like a lot like a lot of the one hit wonders. But I think like I started off the nineties really well. Maybe not started off the nineties, but I remember like being in grade eight, so I would have been thirteen, fourteen. So that's like ninety four, ninety five. Um, okay. With Green Day, Nirvana, and Offspring were like my top three bands back then for sure especially nirvana yeah. big into I th- nirvana i think one of my um i guess you could call it a guilty pleasure is is offspring i like the offspring whenever they come on the radio i'm like they didn't they have no respect the offspring has zero respect yeah they're I mean, a maybe great for band. good reason maybe for good reason <laughs> and i could name a few but i like i like their songs their songs are fun i i, I think they're really good i didn't think they came out at a time i mean you know, like you said, with Nirvana and even somebody like the Foo Fighters or, you know, a few of those other, like, alternative yeah. bands and people just were just, like, they kind of looked at them as, like, a joke, I think. Well, I think it was hard, too, because they were trying to go down more, like, a little bit, like, punk when they first started. Yeah, like, for what, sure. Like, 1991 or whatever. And that's for when, sure. like, grunge was just starting to come in. So it was kind of, like, they're a little bit too late to the game for it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's very true. Because they are kind of a punky grunge band. Mm-hmm. Definitely got the punk style and look and feel a little bit but then they like kind of threw in the nirvana type of yeah music you know and i actually saw i actually watched a youtube video one time that my friend had showed me and he it was about offspring and it, it showed like all their hits and it was playing their song over like different nirvana songs and a few other different <laughs> bands it was basically the same damn thing yeah. it was really r- pretty sad if you it really to be, to be truthful but it was like because you don't think about it. Then when you hear it, when you're playing it, like they'll play like a they'll play like a few chords of the Nirvana song, yeah. and they'll play chords of that, and then they just overlay them together, and you're just like, wow, it's the same song. They just totally ripped off this band. <laughs> Nirvana so. was awesome. I remember I had a Kurt Cobain T-shirt, like picture of like his school picture or whatever, and I was like probably about fourteen or fifteen. Yeah, it was after he died, so I would have been fifteen. And like a dude at the store was like, "Hey, is that your kid?" I'm like, "No." Is that your kid? Yeah. Like, oh, he no. had a picture. He was a kid. Yeah. Okay. Like, you said- no, that's not my kid. And wow. I'm 15, no, so I'm not that bad. You know, like this guy who's like in the biggest band in the world right now. Yeah. Is there still the biggest band? You don't know who Kurt Cobain is? Yeah, that's Suicide weird. or murdered? Um. <laughs> honestly, it's it's debatable. I mean, I'm sure people are like, oh, he, no, nobody murdered him, but. I can I I can see Kurt uh, Courtney Love having him murdered. Yes, have you I've, seen Soaked in Bleach? Yeah, I've seen him. I've seen a, a number of them, and I mean, I'm usually not one to believe in conspiracy theories, and but that chick was so nuts and crazy, yep. man. She was she's a crazy bitch. I mean, yep. it girl wrote fun. songs about her, man. You know, after the fact in Foo Fighters. Mm-hmm. So I mean, if he doesn't like her, then what's going on? But then, having said that, having mentioned. Dave Grohl. I mean, Dave Grohl is I mean, not that he would, 
or should, but he's never come out and said, yeah, that bitch killed him or something, or I think this, or I think that. No. that he would do that because he's too cool of a dude and too professional and whatever. But usually something like that slips out. I'm not happy that he managed to like stay in the music business. Oh, Fuckers man, Kurt Cobain band. dying was like, I mean, obviously he wouldn't agree with me saying this, but Kurt Cobain dying was like the best thing that could happen to him. <laughs> <Yeah. David. laughs> I mean, who knows? I'm sure they would have broke up, you know, at some point anyways, and he was still, still would have done his own thing. But, I mean, when 95 came out and or when in 95, when their first album came out, Foo Fighters, I mean, I mean, yeah. that changed his life. I mean, he played every instrument on there, wrote all the songs and then boom. And then Shelling, uh, Color and the Shape came out, which I think is that's one of the mo- albums I think is one of the best out of the 90s. Yeah, that's a great one. I mean, Everlong is one of the best songs of the 90s. Yep. That is definitely Every, like up there. Everybody loves that song. Everlong. That's such a great song. The video is pretty awesome, too. Oh, yeah, of course. So, I mean, some of my other um, albums are like Tribe Called Quest, The Low in Theory, with The Low in Theory, which came out in 91. Um, obviously, Check Your Head by the Beastie Boys from 1992. That's yep. my favorite <laughs> uh, my favorite Beastie Boy album. And probably, I mean, when it comes down to it, if you're like, what's your favorite album of all time? I would probably say Check Your Head. Um, because it also has Pass the Mic on it, which is probably my favorite song of all time. So I guess kind of the two kind of go hand in hand. See, I kind of so like, got into uh, Beastie Boys a little bit later. So like for me, okay. it's more, I think probably like yeah. Ill Communication and Hello Nasty. That was, so Ill Communication was uh, 90, 1994. Yeah. Which is, it's a really, that that is a really good album. I don't what, after Ill Communication and then like Hello Nasty comes out, I have a hard time saying that Hello Nasty... Hello Nasty is a good album. I, have a hard, I would have a hard time saying Hello Nasty is a great album. Yeah. And then after that, I have no problem saying that their other albums are... <laughs> <laughs> to the Five Burrows, I, I, To the Five Burrows is subpar, in my opinion. Um, but then they come back with... Uh, they did another instrumental album, but then they did... Uh, their last album was a hot... Hot Sauce Committee Part Two. Yeah, I think that is an amazing album. They went yeah, back to being that's amazing really good. on that album. So once they get, you know, they started getting a little bit political, especially on Two the Five Burrows, and I'm just not cool with that. I mean, I, if you're a political band like say Rage Against the Machine, I'm fine with that. That's what you're. That's what you're about. But the Beastie Boys, you're not a political band. I mean, you, yeah. you can't. But <laughs> I don't want to hear you rapping about George Bush and what you. <laughs> Just rap about, you know. I know you're not going to be rapping about drinking beer your whole lives because you know you were 19 back then and now you're, you know, 35 or whatever at the time. <laughs> so I don't have to hear about that. But I, I just don't want to hear about politics, man. I don't listen to the Beastie Boys to hear about politics. So yeah. that's kind of how my feelings are towards um, to the five boroughs. Speaking of hip hop, I remember uh, House of Pain when they're yes. actually like buying it on cassette tape. <laughs> oh yeah. And, like, my parents didn't want to buy it for me because it has a parental advisory on it. So I'm like, no, it's a gift for my friend. And then, like, she did the same thing for her parents. And then we just, like, kept them. Did you <laughs> kept the tapes. Yeah. No, that's that's a really good album, too, man. Yeah. It's a really good album. I, I got that, too. I think that was 92 when that came yeah. out. So I was 15. I think my uh, best friend Jim got me that tape. or not, Actually, it was CD. He got me the House of Pain CD. And the uh, the Far Side. Have you heard of the Far Side? Yeah. He got me the Far Side uh, album. Oh, nice. Uh, for my fifteenth was my no, it must have been my sixteenth birthday. I think it was my sixteenth birthday actually. Yeah, because I was eleven. 
<laughs> wow. Yeah. That's a long time ago, man. I remember like playing it like really low on my ghetto blaster in my room. Yeah. Yeah. Especially it... like put on your shit kickers. I'd like have it really quietly so my parents shit. can hear it. Shit. Put on shit. <laughs> Kick some shit. Put on shit. Yeah. Nope. Great. Great album, man. I mean, nobody gives Everlast enough credit for being yeah. a really good white rapper. You yeah. don't ever think, which maybe that's the most respect you can get, actually, because nobody th- even thinks, at, le- at least in my head, oh, that's a white rapper. Yeah. You know? with they don't Eminem, really, like, go out of their way to see it. They just think he's a rapper. Yeah, yeah exactly. And then w- with Eminem, it's more of a forefront, like, hey, because he, you know, he makes it, mm-hmm. puts it at the forefront of him being white. So you're kind of like, because Eminem is not only the best white rapper of all time. He's one of the best rappers, period, of all time. Yeah. I mean, he maybe maybe of all time. I don't know. We'll have to see how his career ends up because he started out really, really, really good with his first few albums, but I think he's been yeah. kind of slipping lately, which which is okay. You, you're allowed to slip. Well, he was like supposed to retire. He's like, oh, I'm retiring. And then he's like, nah, yeah, I'm just kidding. Well, because he was like on, he was hooked on drugs and yeah. stuff. He was trying to get off get off a of drug. So yeah, that was like the last CD that I actually paid for was one of Eminem's, the one with like Superman on it. Yeah, yeah, which is a that's a good album. That was like the last one that like CD that I actually bought. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's got a lot of great albums, but it's like he's gonna have to have a little bit of a comeback for it to be considered. I mean, people usually consider Biggie or Tupac or some idiots throw Jay Z in there, but if you take out Jay Z and you just say Biggie or or or, or Biggie or Jay Z, I mean, I'm sorry, Biggie or Tupac, <laughs> um, you know they they died in their 20s so yep. they didn't really have a chance to put out you know crap although going back and listening to life after death by biggie it, it it's definitely a 90s album i'll just say that like it <laughs> sounds 90s it is the 90s it's it got puff daddy all over it got oh, mace yeah. fortunately all over it so it's not as good i used to love that album back in 97 and now it's i mean there's some good songs but i could definitely skip some of those songs was he puff daddy back then yeah, I think so. I think it was Puff Daddy, and then it was P Diddy, and then it was like Sean Combs. Yeah, Sean <laughs> Puffy Combs. Yeah, I, yeah, it's I don't like Prince. <laughs> yeah, well, I all wish it was different, like Prince. well, all the different names. <laughs> wish it was like Prince, and I, not, I don't want to be dead or anything. <laughs> but yeah, so I don't know. What other albums you got, or bands, or whatever from the nineties? Well, I think, like I said, like. Aside from Austin Nirvana, Green Day, and Dookie, I guess, like, pretty much that album was, like, a big deal back then, because I was in 94, I believe. So I was 13, yep. so, like, just kind of, like, going into high school and sort of, you know, finding what I liked in music. And I remember actually meeting Kat. She was a huge Green Day fan and just, like, being completely obsessed with Green Day back then. Yeah, no, Green that the album back then was really good. And then even when they came out with... um. I don't ever remember the album in '95. What was it? The one with uh, um, Jaded on it, and uh, yeah. what, what's that? I always forget the name of that album. But the one after Dookie. <clears throat> Either way, that that was that was a pretty good album back then. But after that, I, they just they went from every album they were less and less punk, and yeah. they just hey, you know what, guys, we want to sell millions of albums, so we're just gonna be pop. Yeah, exactly. I mean, hey, they made their money, so that's cool. But uh, ninety-seven. Oh, Insomniac was ninety-five. Insomniac. Yep, that's yeah. it. And then so, Nimrod was ninety-seven, and then that's kind of where it went downhill. Yeah, I don't even know. I couldn't even tell you what's on Nimrod. I, I don't. What's that? America like that? We sh- uh, 
hope you had the time of your uh, life. Hitching a ride. That one there was like a like a That's copy of the Stray song? Cat song. I don't have a clue. <laughs> yeah, Time of Your Life was on that one. I, I, I don't even know what that album is. I never got it. Never wanted nice to get it. Nice Guys Finish Last. That's what it's called? That's well, one of the songs. Those are like the only oh. like, songs I've heard oh, oh, of oh. on that. Okay, yeah, I have no idea. I have no idea. So, but I don't know. But yeah, going back to Nirvana, I love Nirvana. That I, I mean, they're two studio. Well, they obviously had three with Bleach, but yeah. with Girl, they, you know, they're two uh, in utero and never mind. Fantastic albums. I don't think anybody talks about in utero enough. I think in, in utero yeah. is. A, well, I think that something cool. in the way is probably like my favorite Nirvana song because it's just like haunting. <laughs> How so I find it. I was watching the documentary on like with the guy butch whatever his face from garbage who actually produced vig never mind and he was Mm -hmm. talking about like recording something in the way and how like it got to the point where like kurt cobain actually just like laid down on the couch with his guitar on his back playing it and they had the microphone like right to his mouth because he was like singing it so quietly huh wow yeah that's that's cool stuff man i I, actually there was at one point one point in my life in the mid 90s mid late 90s i had seen every single band that that I had wanted to see except for Nirvana, but obviously, you know, <laughs> possible. But I had saw, yeah. wanted, to saw wanted to see Smashing Pumpkins. I saw them. I mean, we would go to, even if we didn't like the band, we would still go, just to go. There was a place, there was a club here in Nashville called 328 that was just like a great venue. There will never be a venue as good as 328 in Nashville. It was fantastic. Everybody loved it. Everybody go there. Every, everybody would come through there. I held about 1,000 people, maybe 1,200 max. Oh, wow. All the bands that came through would play there. I mean, we saw everybody there, and uh, then it closed down, and they demolished it and built a hotel there. There's a hotel there now. I think it's a <laughs> Hampton Inn and Sweet or something like that, right downtown. But the the whole downtown area in Nashville is totally different from what it was back then. But I guess I guess it's a good thing. I don't know, but but yeah. So we used to go see bands all the time. I saw. I mean, back then, I mean, we saw hundreds of bands. We, I mean, every no one ever came saw, through here. Well, you probably, I mean, you live in Canada. Well, the thing too, like where I live, you got Winnipeg on one side and like, I guess probably the next closest city, Toronto on the other side. So if you're driving on a freaking bus, you have to drive through Thunder Bay to get anywhere. And usually you stop over if you're flying. So it's like, you think a lot more bands would play here, but they don't. <laughs> well, yeah. Nashville, honestly, Nashville used to be just like that back before Nashville was quote unquote a cool city. You know, like five, six years ago, bands used to skip Nashville all the time. We never, we never got our. Isn't it uh, like called like Music City? <laughs> it's called Music City, but for it's known for country music though. <laughs> so I guess I guess circling back around, my album, definitive album of the nineties, is going to be Pinkerton by Weezer. Okay, I can live with that. I think that's a great album, and. Uh, I would have to say, I mean, I, there's no way if, if anybody listening, and if I said anything else besides this, people would totally call me out because they'd call me a liar. So <laughs> it definitely would be, like I said earlier, check your head. I mean, 100%. I mean, I wanted to be a Beastie Boys. That's all I listened to with the Beastie Boys back then. I mean, I had, I had like seven Beastie Boys shirts I wore like every <laughs> day. That's all I wore was Beastie Boys shirts. I mean, they used to call me my friends Mike D and, you know, they used to call us Beastie Boys. I mean, that's what we were. So that's Who's what I got. Who's your fave Beastie Boy? Mike D. I'd have to pick Ad Rock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nobody really chose MCA. He's dead now. I've heard. Of, well, I have a few people that actually like he was their favorite. I, everybody loves MCA. I just I don't know. 
Mike D. I don't know. I don't know why I always he chose. Aged him. really bad, dude. He's. Ho- I, I'm not even lying. <laughs> I would say like ten years ago, I saw him in a video or something. I was like, "Does he got AIDS?" Yeah, he aged I'm not even, bad. I'm not. I'm not even <laughs> funny. I'm for real. It looked bad. He looked yeah. bad. He's he's in that age. Well, which is weird because you know he was like the young look. I mean, MC, I mean, uh, Ad Rock was I guess is the young looking one, but yeah. you know, and MCA was the older looking one because he always had gray hair, but. Mike D was kind of like you know he kind of looked young, but now now no he looks yeah. old, really. <laughs> but I mean they're in their fifties, they're in their fifties. Yeah, that's so. true. So all right, well thanks for being on talking nineties yeah, music. Thank, thank you for having me. That was a lot of fun. I do enjoy talking nineties music. And if people can find you on Twitter, where can they find you? Yeah, you can find me uh, personally at Corey on the mic. That's Corey with a K. And uh, our website, you can find us at mineral.net. That's not mineral.net. <laughs> rule.net. Thank you, Mandy, for having me on. Thanks for being on. All righty. Thanks for listening to Little Geek Lost. Hope you enjoyed this week's show. You can find me on littlegeeklost.com, on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Geek Life Radio. New episodes come out every Monday. And, of course, you can find me on the Menreal Network at menreal.net.